0: Paul and Barnabas return to Antioch. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on in Acts chapter 14 today. We're going to be finishing the chapter as we study verses 24 through 28. Um, this morning. And uh, as we prepare to get into our time of study, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you on this Friday that we can come and rest in your presence, O God, and we do pray that we would have an experience of just slowing down and resting in you. Uh, Father, your rest, the invitation to your rest, is not about sleep so much as it's about knowing that we can find our safety and security in you, and you alone, uh, that we can find true peace as we draw close to your heart. So, Father, in these chaotic times, and these uncertain times, we come before you and we seek you. We seek your rest, um, and we pray that we would find rest in you. Lord, speak through your word as you're faithful to do, and we give you thanks for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here's Acts 14, 24 through 28. Luke writes, Then they passed through Poseidia and came to Pamphylia, and when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Adaliah, and from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles, and they remained no little time with the disciples." There have been seasons of my life where I have worked very closely, hand-in-hand with other believers on what felt like massive movements of God in communities that I've lived in. They felt big. They felt grand. They felt like God was doing something fresh and new and living and wonderful. And they connected us to so many hurting people in our community and um, my uh, teammates, my My um, fellow servants of Christ, uh, my workers in the field of God's kingdom, uh, became such good and close friends. And I can remember times when we would be crying out to the Lord in prayer about people we were reaching out to that we were concerned about their family situation or their choices or their lives or um, wondering if they were beginning to see God for who He was. And we would cry out in a united heart. To the Lord asking him to, to make himself known and asking him to bring healing and to bring his power into family situations and to bring change and transformation. And it was wonderful. And then we would have these moments where we would share the little successes uh, both well-known and and secret, one-on-one kinds of successes where God was working in a young person's life or um, bringing about transformation. And uh, those rememberings, those times of sitting around together and talking about what God was doing were so precious. And they stoked the fires and kept us going and that's what I see going on here in this passage, is here's the believers having impact for the Lord and seeing mighty things going on as the gospel is being preached. And I love what Luke says in verse 27, And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And by no mistake, in verse 28, Paul, uh, Luke tells us that Paul and Barnabas remained no little time with the disciples. In other words, they pitched a, uh, a tent there, and they stayed a while. They celebrated. They dug in. They found community there in Antioch. They were refueling for the mission. They were um, loving on each other and encouraging each other and praying for each other because they knew that they would be heading out once again into God's mission field. And so when you have that collaboration and you have that synergy and you have that Unity with other brothers and sisters, it's so winsome and so good, and it feels like home, and it really is, because it's a taste of the kingdom on this side, (laughs) and it is good, Uh, but those times are precious because they don't last before the next wave of ministry comes. And uh, you can't count on them to always um, be there. You have to make time for that connection. And you have to make time for those times of fellowship. And you have to plan those things. But the rest of the time, you're out in God's mission field. And you're grinding away, getting it done for Jesus. And it can be wearisome. And so those times are so precious when they occur. I hope you have people like that in your life, my friends, that you can refuel with that you can recount the ways and things of God with, that you can celebrate the victories of the kingdom. Hope you have those people in your life. And if you don't, seek them out. And if you haven't found your trench of ministry, seek it out with the Lord's leading so that you might experience what it means to to carry on the kingdom work of Christ in this world. All right, my friends, be encouraged. Thanks so much for studying with us today. God bless you as you consider these words. And as you go into the weekend, may it be a time of true rest in Him. God bless. Take care.